You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. I'm better known as a clever grown ass man. This is no last. I put that old ass in rock a band base. All the records gon' sell. If you don't know, we come to blow and tell. Blow and tell. We come to blow and tell. Welcome back to the show. You are now tuned in. You are now experiencing Flow and Tow Radio. I am one of your hosts, Concept714, and with me is the legendary... Abstract Rude. That's right, baby. How you feeling, Flow and Tellers? Welcome to Flow and Tell Radio for another wonderful edition of art and culture and the integration of art into our real lives. That's right. Uh, this is episode number five. It was going to be number four. But as of now, if you guys go to waketheflockup.net, you'll be able to hear episode number four, which is the audio from the Flow and Tell 16-bar rhyme competition. Uh, and uh, before I review our guest, I want you guys to uh, to get to know uh, who we are a little bit. Uh, we've had, uh, let me see, we had uh, the previous champions on. We had Destruct and Joaquin. And they came on and they give us their side of the story and what it's like. And they were both really hyped, dude. They were like, yeah, man, I'm ready, baby. I've been boxing inside of like a freezer, punching meats and shit. Like, I'm ready, baby. I'm ready. Uh, so I, me personally, never have been to one, the events. The energy was bananas. And I'll tell you this, Ab. The, the anticipation of everyone that was there, literally every MC I spoke to was like, bro, can't wait to get this shit popping though. I, can't, I, can't, I gotta see it. I gotta see it. I gotta. Even MCs that weren't competing were excited for other MCs. Like, dude, this is gonna be dope. This is gonna be dope. And when it finally did pop off, it did not disappoint. From beginning to end, you were hooked on every syllable, every verse, every rhyme, every MC that went up there. All of them vastly different styles, vastly different vocabs, and perceptions and ways of attacking the uh, the given. Um, subjects and beats that were given out mm-hmm. and they all i think came the best that they could even some will deny it though you know someone gonna be like nah you know i was like whatever just because of the way it turned out but you could tell that it was so important to them that's why the first two started you know what i'm talking about remember they both fumbled because they were so excited they were yeah. so and you know they anticipated it so much that they were like oh, da, 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 da. those early jitters those early, early jitters. we had to get the early jitters out of the way and of course concept is talking about the famed 16 bar rap competition that's right the sbrc yep that happens at our event flow and tell the main event that we do once every six months at urban underground much respect to them yep and it just went down and he's right i was so happy it did not disappoint uh, this past Friday, October the 2nd, did not disappoint. The fans showed up, and all of the competitors showed up, prepared, ready to do their thing, ready to, to take the belt. But like we say, only one person could take it. No That's matter right. how prepared, no matter how passionate, it was going to come down to, to one MC walking away from there as the most determined. And I'm trying to think who that was. I can't remember. Quite put a finger on that. I only remember like bald headed dude took his shirt off and shit. But I can't remember who that was. Who was that? That was the man to the right of me, (laughs) none other than Chamber Records' own 
Namik yeah. from 626SGV, baby. What How up, you feeling, man? I'm good. I'm feeling great right now. That was a beautiful introduction right there. How, how are you feeling as yeah, the champ? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <sighs> to be honest, man, like, I feel like I did right before the battle. Really no difference. You know, I'm, I went in there confident, knowing 99.9% .9 sure I was going to win unless I fucked up. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I can't see myself ever really fucking up in a battle that I prepared for for a month and a half, you know? There's no excuse no at that excuse. point. So, uh, ha unless this is important to point out, four-time. Yeah, four-time. Right. Uh, champion. Four-time yeah. champion. He was the only person who won it three-peat three times in a row. Yep. And then we didn't let him compete no more. <laughs> We were bad. <laughs> as we as we do, we did the same thing with Destruct. He won he won the first two. And no, we he, were kind of thinking um He took that third. He he tried to take the third. Well, to be fair, like we as we outlined before, he won the first two and we were like yeah. I was kinda like, does anybody need to win this thing more than two times? I'm not really trying to turn it into, you know, something like that. Right? Because it, it's more about actually building artists and building your, your songwriting skills. So, but we changed our mind because we knew back then we didn't really have that much, you know, really prime competition that was that was down to come get in it. And Destruct really wanted to do it. So in the clutch, we let him come in. He didn't get as much time to prepare, but he had enough time. And to his credit, came down to the finals. It came down to him and Nam. Yep. And Nam edged him out. And after that, Nam went on a Destruct became a judge we didn't let him even compete anymore i guess if he really wanted to we would have let him but he didn't have to but um i'm just so proud of everybody who did go on to win it like nam went on to win three times after that and you know joaquin won beyond one hazard one and yeah. this was the perfect setup and it finally enough people cared about it they all cared about it enough and y'all got to sit back and watch, you know, it happen a few times and, and be a judge yourself. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this was the tournament of champions. This yes, was the this was the the one to win, and, uh, and you walked away. I it man. out, man. I really, I really love it, man. I love the the whole fact of the concepts, and it's not it's not just a battle, you know. It's a sixteen bar competition. There's topics, you know. You got really got to be on point with topics and shit. And, I respect that. I appreciate that a lot because I love writing songs. So, you know, it comes hand in hand. At this point, so four-time champion, right? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you're, like you say, you're basically competing against yourself, right? Because you've proven yourself one, two, three, four times to be the best of the MCs that were willing to compete, right? To So, I will answer that. As the, as the presenter of the SBRC by saying, no, that, that Tournament of Champions one was a one-time thing, you know, for Volume 10. We've done this thing nine times before. Um, well, Dynamic is definitely retired. I mean, he's, he's now, now if he's at Flo & Tell, it's about him headlining, you know. It's about him getting to the point, getting his career and his, and his uh, buzz up to the point where he's in fellowship slot or he's in the slot right before, you know, the headliner of the next one. And that's that's the whole thing, you know, we're trying to build with with all the winners are are real artists. They all put out music. They're not just battlers. And SBRC is not just 
a battle competition. It's a it's an artist building thing. Hopefully, from a label perspective, I could snatch some of these cats up and you know put records out on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's sort of so. Namek is 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 retired with the he unified the belts. Now, yeah, if we if we go upwards with this, we bring in a sponsor, Red Bull. If you're listening, Adidas. I'm not mad. Easy. <laughs> Vitamin water, you know, whatever. Um, Fiji, I'll take anyone. But (laughs) if somebody wants to sponsor us and we go do something bigger with it, then, yeah, we bring out all our big guns. It would only be wise then. But at this level that we're doing it right now, I think it's important for us to keep introducing new people. And as far as if you are a former champ, other than Destruct or Namek, yeah, I say they can enter it because they haven't won it back to back yet. Right. And they certainly haven't won it three peat. So until you three peat, you can still enter. That's how I that's how I see it. Is there such a thing as a fluke of a champion? You think someone that got lucky? Something that went right it just happened to go his way? Or is it so that you have to prepare so well that it really eliminates that? Well, I think that winning the lottery is a fluke. Yeah. Because, you know, you just put some some numbers in, even if it's your birthday, even if it's your son's birthday, you know, it's a fluke that you won that. Whoever wins that, you went into some gas station, you had no idea you were going to win it. Um, They just came out in in, in fantasy football, this came out with big controversy today, one of the sites. uh, Yeah, that's right. They got uncovered as being unfair, and they, they don't let any of the employees play on competing sites now. You know, that's that's something you can more prepare for and mathematically kind of determine and, and get insider trading edges on. This, I could never say would be a fluke because then the competition in and of itself would be a sham. And I know for a fact that it's not because the judges are real. The criteria is real that we're judging on. And the topics are bona fide. They come from the mind of me, of an MC that's been in the game for a minute. So I know the types of things that will push a person and be entertaining to a crowd. And if you prepare and put the time in, like he says, a month and a half, that that could never be a fluke. What it is is certain things, you know, are playoffs. Certain things are series. You know, sometimes you got to win, win the best, you know, four out of seven, three out of five, yep. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. This And this has <clears throat> different implications of that with the rounds and things like that and who you get matched up against. And you could argue if this guy would have got matched up with this guy, maybe he would have advanced. Yeah, but see, no those are the benefits that. you get from being a, a part of the movement, winning it before, uh, getting to the finals a certain amount of times. Everyone we seated, that's why we called them the Sweet 16. We seated everybody accordingly to – Kind of like how they were a part of our movement and how they dominated. Like like me and Joaquin, first round, we went up against two dudes that were freestyling because there was only 14 dudes in it originally. So I guess you could say we kind of got lucky with that one or whatever. You but know? when you're a top seed, you know, you're yeah. a, you're awarded that. Yeah. You know, and then I'm thinking like Destruct goes against a cat named Tangent who I hadn't Ooh. previously heard, but he's obviously affiliated with a lot of the homies, you know. Yeah, yeah, and he's obviously real about rhyming, a real MC. He's he's very unique. He's more of a chopper, you know. 
So you you could almost argue that his flow would be more cryptic to decipher, but his voice was cutting through very sharply. So he's surprisingly shocked and upset, uh, destruct in the first round. And that, that was our first upset. Shames announced it. I think you could hear on, on the audio, like, we got our first upset. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. And you see as we look back at the footage, we are, we are like, yeah, serious? Are we really about to, like? And everybody's <laughs> like, he didn't win. What's fair is fair. What's fair is fair. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you can't call something like that a fluke. Another really close one was Liraflip, whoever he, he fell to in the first round. It was a close one. It was it was really close. I think it was against homeboy that I went up against in the finals from Seattle. What was his name again? Arliss. Arliss. And so and see and Liraflip was like so we had a top eight and the top eight where it was Joaquin because current champ so current champ we are gonna see first always. Next was Namik three time champ. Next was Destruct two time champ. After that was Hazard, the first person to win after them. Then after that was Beyond. Yep. The next person to win after him, it would have been Joaquin, but he was the current champ, so he was first. So then the next person after that was whoever had won one of our, you know, whoever had been a champ. So it was either Rick Scales. That one chick Uno. Or that one chick Uno, because they had one in San Diego and Bakersfield. And then... Um, so how many is that? That's seven people. And there was one other person I'm forgetting. That, uh, uh, the dude from Grizzly State, right? Or not from Grizzly State, Giants. Giants music. Oswan? No, Oswan wasn't in the, he wasn't in the top eight. He wasn't in the top eight. I believe, okay. So after that, then we put Liraflip. Oh, yeah, yeah, We yeah. put Liraflip as number eight because he um, would, had been in the first one. He went. He went just before the. It was. It was sort of. I remember that first one. Yeah, yeah I remember. Micah wanted him to win. Blowed. And I, me and me and Satire, picked Main Flow. But I kind of like we were like reluctantly picked him because he killed this one topic. It was like love, and he added all these rappers' names in. But it was like from a song. Yeah, it was like the best verse that he could have pulled out for that topic. <laughs> Because on the very next one, he just took a dive and couldn't even catch the beat. And Destruct just easily beat him, right? Who knows what would have happened? That always haunted me. Like, I should have picked Liraflip. Because maybe right then and there, at that first one, Liraflip gives Destruct a tougher run for his money. Mm. And maybe he wins, you know, rightfully swim team, da-da-da. Those are the things where where you start to say... What are the what are the fluke aspects? But man, yeah. just like they say, you throw the ball up, let the chips fall where they may. After that, take your best shot, shoot it if you're open. Whoever you get, you got to be prepared to beat the man in front of you. And a good tactic I always say is, whoever you think the best person is, come there prepared to beat them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Talk about <clears throat> the guests that you had, uh, the guest hosts that you had for this particular, and why you chose them because the caliber of them was pretty high. The host and the judges. Yeah, um, absolutely. And special well, guests in the house, too. Well, the um, I'll start with the judges. Yeah, absolutely. The judges were uh, myself. Then, you know, I initially asked Self-Jupiter, and he, like, wasn't feeling it that night. 
So just came off tour with Scarab, Living Legends, very respected MC, razor sharp cadence, high lyrical content, super dope delivery and, and you know, crowd control, enunciation and clarity. He has all those things that we judge on. And I knew these guys would respect him. Right. So he ended up being a perfect replacement for Juke. Then I had DJ Mark Love of Zulu Nation, Zulu Tribe Radio. Z's up, baby. Um, much respect to my dude, Mark Love, who's easily, as far as still active and still relevant in the scene, um, the most OG DJ in the city that wow. has consistently, through every era, been yep. relevant. Yep. He has that title and is a fierce judge. He told me straight up, I'm a tough judge. You know, Good. I might I might know because like he knows this dope thing about Mark, too. He knew all the top seeds. He knows them all. That's why it was even tough for him to not pick the strut. You feel me? So he knows all the top seeds. We agonized through those tough ones where the person we thought would win didn't. But, hey, we can't lie. It is what it is. So lastly, I had MC Deucer, who is kind of like out of all of these cats, you know, coming out of the 626 i would say that he was like a og he's definitely the one that the blow sort of embraced first i would say um yeah. as far as into my collective consciousness of people coming out of that era that area he was the first one that i was like seeing a lot seeing that urban underground constantly freestyling always holding it down at urban underground like he do some half bars him huh? and woes were like the most consistent hosts up there for their whole run of doing urban underground. And he won many of freestyle best freestyle MC, you know, and all that kind of stuff when they did the urban underground honors awards and just at spots too, seeing him freestyle, seeing him in battles, just all over. So, I mean, he knows all these guys and, um, he was away for a little bit. He back now. So it just it felt really good to have him too. Somebody who's their peer, but even to us, even to like me and LA Cool, we kinda consider him like the the OG out of them. Even if he I don't know how old he is or how much older 30. he is than this person or that person. But you know what I mean? I it felt it felt really good to have him. So as far as hosting, I had Shames Worthy, who's my dude also known as Rafi of the Tunnel Rats. And me and him just go way back. He's an OG good lifer, yeah. floating. Me and him even went to high school together. So we've been listening to rap together since 1992. You know what I mean? Damn. He was the he was a little shorty that used to come to school with the boombox. Yeah. And we would see him. And one day, he straight played Jackson 5. We hearing like, and we like, what? And we like, I think, I don't know if OPP was out yet, but he was like playing stuff that was like the original sample as like, you know, a little ninth grade kid. Crazy. <laughs> Shame. So that's how, that's how OG he is. Um, so, and he's done a lot of stuff with me, um, has done tours and stuff with me since like, 2010, 11, um, has been at every single Flow and Tell and has hosted every single SBRC. Nice. 
So that's his pedigree. And also have, I usually have um, Scatterbrain, who we got a little, you know, backed up with our time. So he was doing a set. He actually uh, was doing his own set as he makes beats and is a super dope rhymer too. That's like a bloatian, you know, at this point he's, he's a G, he's a young G, you know what I mean? Of the bloat and has been enough battles. And so whenever we need a tie breaking voice, we look to those guys. We look to Shames and Scatter and see what they think too. And if they're split, which happened in the case of Maladion and um, that one chick Uno, they had a they had a really close one, and it was close. I think I was picking Maladion. Scarab was picking her, or no, Deucer. I don't. It was like me and me and two up. Me and like Mark Love. We're picking somebody, Scarab and him, we're picking somebody else. And then each of Shames and, and Scatter picked the one or the other one. And it, we were like, no, we were like trying to get somebody to budge. We were like, no, we were like, okay, who, who will move? Everybody was like, no, nah, I say, and yeah. I was like, word. I was like, really? Are we really tied? Like, what the hell? <laughs> and I'm thinking in my mind, yeah. this is fucked up for both of them. Because <laughs> I know both of them and I like both of them. Yeah. And I, I would want either, either of them to win. So these judges are someone's opinions who you totally respect and like you wouldn't second guess when they told you this is who it is, this is who it is that. And that's the kind of judges that, that are present at the uh, 16 ball rap competitions. Exactly. Every single one of them has said respectable judges. So when uh, Namek comes in and wins it four, four times, right? For Namek, for you, now, now, now I, I, let's talk about that because how, what is it like getting the props from these legends, from these people that... Not only does Abs vouch for it, but you yourself know, okay, very well, these people know what they're talking about. Like, Mark Love, dude, knows hip-hop. He's going to know yeah. if you're bullshitting. He's going to know if you got lucky. He's going to know if you, he, he knows what he's talking about, right? Yeah, Is that man. something you think about going in, like who the judges are? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Okay. Most definitely. Like, there's even, like, times when I would mention, I knew that, like, South Jupe was going to be a judge or something, so I would mention, like, Freestyle Fellowship in my verse. Yeah. You know, and then point to him while I'm spitting it, you know. So, like, just little creative things like that. You know, it's, it's always good to know who, who the judges are. And, man, it's a dream come true getting accepted by him, you know, by Mark Love. Mark Love saying I won the four-peat at a freaking 16-bar battle. Like, that's a dream come true. I mean, like, I think about that a lot. This one Keep in particular humble. being the Tournament of Champions. Yeah. So these are MCs that have won previously at one point. Yeah, it makes it even that much crazier. Does it? What What does that feel like? And and is it a better or equal feeling to winning like the first or the second one? It's a little better feeling. <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah, better. it has yeah. to be, right? Yeah, it's, it's a better feeling, man. Like it has to be for sure. Because just knowing that they put in the work to win before, you know, is is crazy. And knowing that they're for the most part, a lot of those dudes are older than me too, and I look up to them. Like, I look up to beyond acid rain cats and shit like that, you know? And to be able to say that I, I, I was victorious in a battle with 15 other dudes, one chick named Uno, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that. I'm just keeping it humble and, and, and real, man. Like, I still trip out on this whole hip-hop thing every now and then, like, chilling right next to Abbey Root sometimes. Like, what? 
I was bumping homeboy in seventh yeah. grade. It's man. weird, like, right? It's weird. Yeah. Like when you uh, see and Abru texts you, you're like, fuck. I'm like, oh, shit, I need to call this <laughs> you, dude back right You want to screenshot it? You want to screenshot it and put it on Instagram? Like, like five years ago. You're like, Abstract would've. Rude, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's cool people. It's cool people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the day, man, I ain't going to stop. I know Ab knows I ain't going to stop, and these bars are just going to continue to get better. Right. And the songs are going to continue to get better. The tours are going to continue to get what better. What did you do to prep for this one? That, that let's say you might have not have done for the previous ones <sighs> or was it all, all everything it's always been consistent i just feel like writing is kind of simple to me I, I really like putting syllables together and the syllable structure is it's like a, a puzzle to me and i love solving it you know yeah and uh I, just, I really love what i do and i feel like it's just coming natural now and for those cats to beat me they they had to be on point like a motherfucker and you know, I guess they weren't. If you were a judge at this battle, right, at the battle that you won, what would you have thought of the other comp- competitors? What would have been your first thought? Like, did you think they should have prepped more? They came ready? It was gen- like, what did you think of the competition oh, outside of his, as an MC that was competing in it? They were dope. Everybody was dope. I give it up to Rick Scales out of everybody, though. I think he gave me like the most competition. After his verse, I was like, damn. Like, ooh, I think I might be done right now, you know? But, right. Ooh, I, I barely edged it out. I edged it out, and uh, it, it felt good to be Rick Scales. Man, now we got a track. Now we got a track together coming there you out. Go. That's what happens. Which was my second question is how how is your relationship with the MCs that are competing with? Because I will say this. There was a little shit talking in between. I'm sorry. I apologize. kids running around. <laughs> between MCs during the competition, like, I'm not going to blah, blah, blah as blah, blah, blah. You don't know talk about Yeah, yeah. I don't want to repeat the line because I'll mess it up. I don't remember it. But it was like, I like this cat did or like that. There was There's a little, you know, a little poking of fun. Oh, yeah. But what is course. your relationship with the MCs in this particular battle? In this particular battle, I respect everybody in the battle. Melathion's from my crew, Chamber Records. Yeah. You know, Joaquin Daniels is from Keep the Feel. Like, we out here just having fun, friendly competition. At the same time, I would think, I would hope that they can take it serious. But it's friendly at the end of the day, you know? And, uh, yeah, man, everybody out there really has bars or else they wouldn't be here. You know, and, uh, yeah, re- respect to all of them, you know? Yeah. So, <clears throat> Namek, you said you're no longer doing them. Nah. You think you're done. Artistically, you're ready to move on. Yeah. You prove your point kind of thing, right? Exactly. Okay, so what's next for Namek? My next move actually is uh, just opened up a studio uh, called Open Eye Studios. I'm really working hard with that right now. I got an EP coming out, op- the Open Eye EP, me and my boy Frankie Valentine. And it's really something that I haven't done before. A lot of different types of beats. I, I would say more commercial, more commercial sounding. But still keeping that hip-hop feel, obviously. That ain't never going to go away. But, uh, yeah, you, you guys really have to check this out coming soon, man. I'm really pushing towards that right now. Of course, keep the feel shit all day. Chamber Records, we ain't stopping. But right now, my main, main, main priority is this open eye thing. Got a video coming out actually pretty soon. So if this is up by then, I'm pretty sure the video will be out. Uh, check it out. So good. Dynamic. Featuring uh, are produced by Frankie Valentine. I got CC the Mamacita from K Day up on it, doing a little intro for me. Chetty from Rebels to the Grain doing the outro. So, just meeting up and networking with a lot of different people right now. You know, and just trying to trying to build the brand a little bit more. Right, right. Yeah. Let me ask you this as an MC. I, I'm interested to know because it's it's something that I 
I think I need to take lessons home. I'm not, I'm not sure how to approach it. I'm still very much yeah. like, if if you're an MC and I'm an MC, like the first thing I do is if you piss me off, like I really really want to take it away. Like it's the first thing. And now that I've I've, I've, I've turned the corner into media, right? I got to kind of watch a little bit more. I don't let him. I don't let him manage me or the way I think too much. Uh-huh. But I do understand that that side is also connected to me now, right? How do you keep it from becoming anything more than just a friendly battle? Like, how do you, how do you, like, not get a personal grudge against another MC or something like that? How does that happen for Namek in particular? That just depends on that other individual. Okay. And how serious they want to take it. Yeah. Because I'm chilling. Okay. I ain't taking anything that far unless, I'm not even going to say unless someone wants to take it that far. Yeah. Like, come unless on, you want homie. It. Yeah. This ain't no disaster Matt Hoffa shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That's stupid in general, man. But, yeah. like, come on, homie. I, it's, it's it's retarded to eat. Then wh- why would you even want to be in a battle, homie? Like don't even don't even like ask for the battle if you're gonna be tripping and want to get down after. That's retarded. No, no, no. I'm not saying scrap, but what I'm saying is like I don't know. Let's say Namek to have beef with a certain MC. Oh, okay. Do I, am I just not in the know? Like do I just not know of it? Like is there issues with other MCs oh, you oh, might have? No, or? no, no, no. It's all love. Okay, it's so there's love. not there's not like one MC in particular that kind of. Rubs the wrong way, type shit. And if hmm. the, and, and how Who do you? I'm not saying give me a name, but I'm saying how do you avoid that situation? And is that is that something that like drama? Well, no, I need to know. I want right. to know how Namek approaches the situation, being a battle. Honestly, rap there's champion. there's one MC that I fucking hate. His name's the Wino. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. You man. hate Wino? Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, and I'm going on tour with his ass in a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a high note, right? On a high note, Wino? Yeah, I, 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 lo- I love the crew, but I hate Wino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, big up, no, Wino. Just, shout out to Self and all the men. That fool knows what's up. I love yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so, so it just becomes a point of like, I'm good. I do my lane. As long as you're not cutting me off, you know what? But yeah. Do you? For the most part. And maybe... I guess maybe I just haven't made it to that plateau yet to where people are really going to start maybe hating, yeah. you know, and letting the hate be known and seen. I don't know. I guess the more you're, the more you're successful, the more hate you get. So well, I guess we'll see. I manage to piss people off a lot, though. Like, I don't I don't understand it. And I'm like, I don't look for it. I just kind of like kind of just like I think maybe it's my personality or whatever like kind of rub off or come cool off to me. you should That's, be more peaceful brother dude like I'm I'm all about love and hip hop and, and peace and all that stuff and it's never become like a physical thing even when it has come to cuss words and stuff mm, yeah. I, I've never crossed my mind like I'm gonna punch this motherfucker it, it always comes to me like dude like oh, say, yeah. like yeah. say something I've seen your post uh, social media <laughs> goddamn it but I, yeah you know I've what I'm saying po- and, and it's stuff that like I wish we could kind of overlook but at the same time it's very fun to be involved in like, I'm very cool with them. Like, dude, like, I don't give a shit. Like, it's fun for me, at least right now, in my stage of my career, to, like... Well, are, are people maybe talking shit just because you're being blunt with them during interviews and shit like that, or what? So, it's mostly... Because he's nagging them and uh, chasing them down backstage. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? I had, I had an issue with one MC that trying I... Trying to get an I, interview. I never thought I would have an issue trying to get an interview with. And that's Vinny Pass. Oh, right? Okay. I love... I'm a huge Jedi Mind Trick fan. And I did the same steps that I do with every MC that I try to, to any MC on that caliber that I try to take an interview with, I did the exact same thing with him. And he's the only one that gave me backlash for doing it that way. Oh, yeah. And it's all love. Like, dude, like, I, I made him a flyer. 
And he got mad at me for making him a flyer without his permission. And it's like, dude, like, that sucks because like that's the that's the R.A. the Rugged Man. There it is. Planet Asia. Here's a flyer. Here, yeah. check it out. And they're always like, oh, that's dope. Okay, I feel, let, well, let's talk. Oh, you mean your standard uh, wake the standard flock up wake thing. the flock up flyer okay. when I ask someone, hey, yo, let's. I love to have you on. <laughs> And I shoot it to them, and they're always like, and they're always like, oh, dude, what's this? Dude, this is dope. Like, the flyer's like Photoshop, good quality. Yeah. He's like, yo, why is my face on your flyer, yo? Like, and I'm like, no. What? <laughs> and he got really upset about it. And I'm hey, like, son, you selling these, son? That's what exactly. it, it was kind of like that. It was exactly. kind of like, like, yo, that's mad. I'm professional. You, you know what I'm saying? it from my face, son? <laughs> that's mad. I'm professional. That's my likeness, yo. But he did give me his email, though. So, like, so I shot him it to him to his email. It was yeah. like I blasted it on Instagram. It was like, here, here you go. And he's like, yo, why is why is my face on your flyer, man? And I'm like, well, I just want to show you how serious we are. Excited to have you on. Here's a, a flyer, you know. Of course, we won't release it to the day, the whole nine and everything. But he got upset about it. He pulled a Jedi mind trick on. He me. put a yeah. There you go. He was <laughs> fucking he with me the told whole time. Him, These aren't the flyers <laughs> you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> But it's un. It t- most of the time, when I when I do have an issue with someone, it's unintentionally. Like I don't mean to diss you. I mean to come well, off strong. You know. What I would saying? hope that's the case. Right. And some I do mean to diss. No, no, I don't mean to diss no one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I Solid just wanted up, to baby. see how 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 Namek kind of. Okay, because this battle rap competition in particular is very special. It's not your average battle rap. Yeah. Right. So what about this one drew you to it? Uh, I guess you could say it, like, as a matter of fact, there was a few cats, like, saying they wanted to take the title, like, and they were going to take me out, and they wanted all the money and shit, so I was like, okay, I'm going to just keep quiet, write these bars, perfect them, spit my shit, and win. Yeah, there was some rumbling. See, I got this secret group, the Abby Rizzle Presents group, and I posted some things in there, just rattling the cages. <laughs> Of the lions and tigers and yeah. bears, oh my! <laughs> and uh, cats was cats were you know, I mean, but you got to like I, I appreciate that. Like I know I talk a lot of shit to get myself pumped up in competition, and uh, even yeah. if I'm just saying it to myself on the inside of my head, so I'm not mad at that. It was all in good fun. Yeah, but I um, I ain't mad at Lyra Flip Os One or uh, Joaquin Daniels or uh, or Hazard, you know. Yeah, and you know, speaking of Hazard, like, we we watched the film back, and he kind of messed up his first four bars. But then the next 12 bars he spit were actually super dope. But I remember in the moment almost not hearing him the same. Right. And it was a testament to, you know, a bad idea is to start off wrong and if you do you better hope your opponent does too because if your opponent doesn't you screw consistent but you're basically screwed because his consistent bars on topic will will beat you another thing i saw lyric flip do something he's done before when he's freestyled which is not all the way nail a topic on the first one and I know he had bars ready to come because he. I had been communicating with him, and he was like coming to take it, you know. I know. Like he's dope too. There, like there was there was a big ten. I, I did this just like basketball. It's crazy. There was a big ten initially, and then we decided to make it a sweet sixteen just because it was like, okay, you know, 
once we had those 10, I started thinking about the math. And I'm like, that's kind of off. We'd have to eliminate two of them in the first round. And why eliminate just two of them? It just, you know, I was like, we should do it different. So we got it up to like 12. And then I like added two more. You know what I mean? But um, of the big 10, we had like agreed to give those, pay those guys like a little something, like a stipend for entering it you know besides the winning prize <clears throat> yeah if they won meaning there were there were there would end up being six more people who could win who didn't get anything mm. you know yeah um and as it stood there were four more who really were in it that had prepared you know um but you know it's safe to say that tangent had prepared as well oh he he was telling me too like he, yeah i wrote everything he he had, he had prepared as well so i mean it was it was 15 guys that had prepared. he had asked me right when i no. found out about the battle he had asked me oh how do i enter this and i thought it was already filled up already i thought it was strictly going to be previous champions right so i told him it was filled but i guess he had hit you up anyway mm -hmm. and good mm -hmm. thing he did yeah so he hit me up yeah so i mean all in all you know you know, Flip didn't even like like hang around to even get that. He was just like, I'm out. But I know what he was kicking was tight. You know, it was dope bars. It just um, in his in his case, he wasn't like directly on topic. He like I heard him. He like mentioned ten, the Ten Commandments toward the end of his rap, and um, his opponent came right in, which was Arliss, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It was. And no matter what, whether we seeded Arliss eight because he had won in Seattle, because the other the other guys that had won too have been more of involved with the movement, and also you know so and Arliss like won it on this one time we did it in Seattle sort of thing, so we put him at nine. But no matter who was at eight or nine, they were gonna battle each other, yeah. so that was inevitable. It was inevitable that they were going to go against one another. And Arliss, I had told all these guys, I had warned them all that he was a secret weapon coming <laughs> in yeah. to wreak havoc at this thing. And he repped the 206 so well. I wish we could have did an interview with him. Maybe at some point when he's back down here, we will. Because him and his crew, they're called the BM. I forget what that stands for. I have the shirt in my car. But they are, are super dope. And um, his bars cut through. And so another thing it taught me was you just you do a lot better to just be on topic. Because I even I heard a couple of people be like, oh, I ain't numbering that. You know, I'm yeah. not going to number them or like, come on, you know, I'm going to do it a different way. I'm going to have words that have 10 that all have 10 letters. And then it's like, OK. Maybe that's going to be harder for the judges to decipher right. what's going on. Right. Let me ask you this, and you might be too close to it to uh, want to answer, but I need to know. Did you have a personal favorite or someone that you yourself? I was about to ask that to <laughs> That you yourself were thinking, you know, not hoping would win, but would kind of, I'm going to put my money on this cat and be, feel good about it. Yes, I'm going to tell you. If I could have put my money on somebody, and really thought that they took advantage of the time to prepare to do it based off their previous it would have been two people that was based off their previous um 
you know, showings in yeah. former ones. Okay. But I guess it would have came down to four people that I thought would contend for a final spot. Those four people were Hazard. So I guess in a sense you could say I really thought he could win it because the topics were more – they left more room for you to throw battle battle lines in, which is what he's really good at, you know? He seems to be really good at that. Like even the one he won, he just almost couldn't control his tendencies to like want to go at the dude, you know? Even if the topic was like something else. About love? About love. He had to throw in a little line where he's like, if they let me right now off the chain, I would just eat you to pieces. Yeah. So he was always so fierce that um, I really thought he was going to take this thing by the horns. Secondly, Namek, of course. Because he won three times. He had been pretty much in all the ones from the beginning. Like, you know, like the ones to struck one and things like that. So um, I knew he knew what it took, right? I knew he knew what it yeah. took. Third, I would have said Rick Scales. Mm-hmm. Just because he's, I've seen him in action and he's his voice cuts through. And, and he got bars. And I think it just slightly eluded him. Uh, and on a topic I wouldn't have expected it to, the tomb and make concern when you're talking about police brutality and all that. And we listened back to the tape, and um, it was like he just didn't he didn't nail that one like he could have. He 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 took he took about three or four bars that he had. They were there for the taking, you know. Cause you you went against him on that one, right? Yeah, yeah. And I actually slipped up on like half a bar, dude. He, he did, but it still was like he pulled it through with with like his last six bars, way more like lyrically relevant and and more like thought provoking. Because it's not just about connecting. Yeah, you know, we're listening for we're listening for all that, man. So what did what did Namek do right? Right to do to win again or just to win in general. I think and what fourth, did he do wrong? Fourth, I was gonna say would oh, yeah, have been sorry, would have been Joaquin. Yeah, just because I thought you know that he knows what it takes to win too from having won it twice, and uh, I know that people would like underestimate him, and he and he might sneak in with like the verse that was more on topic, right? Because he understands. Like we heard in his interview, really what it takes to win it. And I know that he takes it serious and makes it like as if he's working on the album. He's working on SBRC for yeah. that for that month and a half. Him him and Namek, I'm the most confident that their preparation and you know, it's not because they're they're KTF, but at the same time they became KTF out of being involved in that. So so they already showed that they had that. You know, which which speaks to songwriting, which if you dig into their careers, if you go look them up on YouTube or whatever, you'll hear songs that are very like concise. You know, you can tell what the songs are about. They're subject controlled and they're like good listening experiences. And that's that's what we're doing here. Right. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to say no, no, no. I want to say that I thought it could have came down to those four people. But honestly, to really answer your question of if I have a fa- if, if I had a favorite, it would have been everyone that we paid. Mm. Everyone that we paid mm. would have been I would have been ecstatic had they won it. Right. 
and even the four more that I personally asked, even them too. Because then it would have been like, well, the other ones got paid a little something, at least for their efforts. And y'all took that shit when y'all wasn't even one of the ones getting paid. That's gangster. Yeah. You feel me? Either way, it validates what I'm doing with this competition. And the competition remains true no matter what. As long as these guys take it serious, it just it, 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 it validates the legitimacy of the competition. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> what did Namek do right? And what did Namek not do right? Why, why did he almost not do this? And why did he almost not make it? What did I'll he start do from right? the beginning yeah, of absolutely. what he did right. He, um, first off, he entered from the gate of us doing this thing. When we had events leading up to it, he entered those back when we were first doing them. So his participation with this movement eventually led to him winning it and then when the seating came down in the tournament of champions he was seated number two so it starts with that because being seated number two he went against one of the dudes that was freestyling and so if you write on topic it's been proven even though people have won this thing freestyling actually people have won it freestyling but uh, but not the main event Right. People haven't won the main event freestyling, but they've won in other cities and stuff. Because they usually aren't preparing, and no matter how soon I like leaked it, they're not. It's not translating to them yet because they haven't seen it happen. Though some people have prepared, right? But uh, so I mean, it starts with that. It's, you know, it starts with the seating. Then, then when you come against those tough rounds. Um, wrapping up your verse tight, but also starting tight. Maybe you can mess up somewhere in the middle, and you know that's not so impactful to the crowd and or the judges. Yeah, absolutely. So he did, like he said, he had a stumble, but it, it definitely wasn't in the beginning. So you want to come out confident from the gate, you know, on top of your bars and and connecting. Um, so the combination of wit. You know, and then and then just like the luck of the draw of whoever you come up against. And at the end of the day, the preparation that you put into it, how serious you take it. Do you take it like you're writing a song for you, but also you're putting yourself in that room. You're putting yourself in front of those judges. Like he said, he might even have, you know, the things that he said before. All those things were things that he that he did right. And then, you know, having enough memorization, you got to you got to be peaking at like 90 percent, 90, 95 percent, you know, yeah. like he said, he came up against Rick Scales, who would have been one of my guys in the top four who I thought could win this thing. You're up against a favorite. You have to beat a favorite. You have to go into it knowing you have to beat a favorite and have the raps to beat the favorite and be confident that you have it and know it if you want to win just like with anything else you have to see it through all the way to the end and this is what he did yeah and remember i i'm we met we talked before you went on stage yeah and i told you mc blank says dude he 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 said remember i told you he's like oh you know what i wrote maybe i didn't 
I'm a, my might freestyle it. I'll see how it goes. Yeah. yeah. And you remember what you told me? Oh, I said I hope I go up against him. You, know, like you said you said, and that's why he's not gonna win. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I remember, I got good memory. I got good memory. He, I, I, I like asked him, "Hey, dude, what are you doing?" Because like this dude, when when I talked to him, he said like, "Dog, you know what? I might go up there, I might do my thing, I might write, might maybe I'll freestyle." And, and he now makes it well. That's not. That's why he's not gonna win. Yeah, for sure. Because unless you're coming fully 100 percent prepared. And you know what it is? It's respect for your competition, right? So, like, Namek knew Destruct, Rick Schrumble, or Rick Scales, these cats are going to come with it. I need to do the same, right? This cat might maybe didn't think that way. I've already won a couple times or whatever. There's no need. It'll be what it is, blah, blah, blah. And that's why he well, didn't make it true. down the line. And see, here's the thing. Yeah, sure. I mean, hey, we're, you know, the more we end up saying we're giving away like i said if this yeah. thing goes to something bigger where the the prize is bigger and that's just it i mean the proof is in the put like when people would win scribble jam we would sit back and look at the guy's career and see what he did after that yeah. so and then that's like how much we give a fuck about winning scribble jam or not mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and i think it's safe to say that you know, the people who have won this, they were doing their thing before this in their own right, putting out their projects and things like that. This just adds to their story and definitely um, infuses some, yeah. you know, some confidence. It's really helped me out a lot being a part of Flow and Tell. Yeah, how would you how would you say from, from, from your perspective? We asked everybody that, right? Yeah. How, like, post-Flow and Tell... Man, people, I, I would say a lot of other people really recognize me now after winning three in a row. You know, after winning this last fourth one, you know, Mark Love hit me up to do an interview on, on Zulu Tribe. Yeah. You know, so Big Duke from Psycho Round was in the house. Yeah, I dude. told him, too, right Word before up. the battle, I was like, yo, I'm going to win this shit for the Chicanos, homie. Yeah, that's what's Check up. it out. He was like, that's right, that's it, that's right, that's it. And look what happened. Right right, <laughs> right after the battle, uh, yeah. Bet One from Disciples of the Sick grabbed me. He was like, yo, Big Duke wants to talk to you, homie. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I went over there. He got my number. And he was like, we're going we're gonna to be working on some stuff. Damn, so dude. That's, that's what's up. That's yeah. the cycle around. You know, big yeah. up the cycle around and yeah. the whole camp, man. So, you know, this flow and tell thing ain't nothing to mess with, homie. Like, anybody out there that really thinks less of it and really doesn't want to be a part of it or anything, you tripping, man. It could change your whole, your whole career. Change your life, man, at the end of the day. Beautiful. So what advice would you have to someone that was thinking about signing up for the next one? Like, What advice would you give them? Yeah, if you really want to sign up for the next one, man, just don't come half-assed because there are a lot of warriors out there, a lot of sharks trying to get that title, man. So if you really want to do it, pursue it. You know, get your bars up. Stay consistent with what you do, man. And, uh, you know, just don't take it for granted because if you really do win, man, it really could change a lot of things. And, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll really benefit you. Each one's only getting bigger. More people are bigger. attending. Oh, uh, man. It, it's I, think, the, I think it was yeah. the most packed. Uh, Flow and Tal 10 was probably, probably Shout out to Freestyle packed. Fellowship. It was absolutely Ooh. packed. It was all the, absolutely All the packed. acts that performed, Brandy Kane, yeah. um, big, up, big up to Blunt Funk, Namek, Spock, the homie Mike, you know what I mean? Archive. Blunt Funk, Archive. Um, yeah, my bad. Archive and Spock. And then um, shout out to MC Wells, Maya Jupiter, who came six months expecting. And and the uh-huh. first time she hosted Flow and Tell, she was six months 
<clears throat> expecting her and Aloe's next oh, child. Okay. First child. So that's like an omen for her. She's like, I don't know what it is about Flo and Tell where I'm always pregnant, but that's dope. <laughs> and um, outside, too, the Muses, Jada and Kelly Mack. Oh, they killed uh, it. Raquel, I need more Divar, Kelly Mack in my life. I She's feel. Dope, huh? Don't you feel you need more Kelly Mack in your you life? Do. Like every time I see Kelly. Dude, okay. K-Mack. I, I met Kelly Mack. I was hosting a show at the House of Blues in Anaheim. And I met Kelly Mack there the first time, right? And from the get-go. Not nervous, not scared, walked up, killed the mic. Like, dude, everyone was yeah. quiet because he sees a little short, uh, thick white chick come out, right? <laughs> and you're like, uh, you know, what was it? ripped it, killed it, energy, flow, life. So yeah. every time I get it, I get to see, like, I see Kelly Mack on a flyer, I'm like, oh, I, I want to go. I just want to go fuck. Just to see her do her thing. And she did not disappoint. We need some more Kelly Mack in our lives, I think. <laughs> hey, well, yep, the muses definitely do their thing. Yep. So big up, big up her and Jada. And yeah, everybody who rocked, man. Everybody who rocked. Bonnie Blue was there too? Bonnie, Bonnie Blue, Blue hosted man. downstairs with the whole Keep the Feel Artist Showcase. Big up B Squid yep. in the house tonight. Druid did his thing. DJ Zoe on the tables. Speech it was action packed, yo. Zoe, yeah. misleading, Johanna Fred, J Roz with Ethos. You know what I mean? Soul King. Soul King was down there holding it down. Liquid. Mark Love and Maliner did something down there as well. Right. Much respect again to Scarab, you know, for, for that for that guest judging. But um we had, you know, it everyone that does does seem to be getting bigger and just thank you to y'all. It was people that traveled from Vegas. People came from, from Dago, some from Palm Springs. People came from yeah, people flew out here from Seattle. People came from Reno. Big up, big up to Arizona. Um, big up to Glass Tongue from Reno. Who actually, when I was in Reno on this tour, on the West Coast tour, coming back, coming back down with um, B Squid and the homies from Canada, we we fell through Reno and did this thing called Project Flow. It was a performance competition. Everybody got like seven minutes to rock, and then I picked who was the best group. So this group, Glass Tongue. Uh, Moral and Junes, they won. They traveled down here and opened up the outside stage. They were tight. You know, they opened it up lovely. Nice. So we got a lot of different things we're doing with this movement, connecting different cities, states, areas, building, you know, on the SBRC, getting champs from Seattle, getting champs from here, just up and down the coast. And um, stay tuned. Absolutely. Say, uh, I want to thank you for allowing me to be there. I was there, uh, and um, the audio. I went Word over up, there and, um. I, and I picked up all the audio. And I want to say thank you because it was an experience that I really wanted to to be a part of, and, and being on stage to be, you know, to keep it on the recording, make sure all the audio was coming out correct. It, it gave me this 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 whole perspective that I don't think like the audience would get because I got to see kind of like Nambi come up and be like, "Fuck, all right, yeah." All right. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> right. I was, I was nervous. <laughs> yeah, and, and you first. saw it at MCs, but they weren't nervous. I don't think they were nervous to step up. They were nervous because they didn't want to disappoint. Yeah, I don't think Namek ever had a, a point in his that life. Good and, way to put it. Right? You didn't. You didn't want to. You didn't want to disappoint yourself because you knew you prepped so hard for it. Yeah. yeah. And if you're like, "Fuck! If I flunk, if I do this, if I do that, you 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 know, it's gonna be a tough night for you. For, it's gonna be to drive home. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, luckily, it wasn't. And luckily, it wasn't. Well, so 
before before we cut out, I need to know what did you do immediately after that? Like, you you and me talked a little bit. I took a pictures and all that stuff. But like after that night, like how what is that? What is that? After going man, home? I, I after party that Shambhala studio. Yeah, man, that's freestyle right. Fellowship, yeah. Abstract Rule, Razcast, yeah, Mark Love, all the homies, man. Shout we, out, yeah. It was dope, man. I had a great great time right there. After party celebration, it, it was. It was actually a perfect one, man. Like, right when I got there, it was like, yes, free drinks, doughty, <laughs> maybe a couple breezies right here, man. And, you know, yeah. we, we ended the night off beautifully. Some brownies or what? Some some beautiful young women. <laughs> oh, respectfully. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we, we ended it off properly. That's what's up. Damn. It's okay. Oh, dude. And then the love you must have gotten from the rest of Chamber Records, which is banana. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, even Malathion, man, like, yeah. he was glad that I won. He's like, that's my brother, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this yeah. is it. This yeah. is the homie, though. And, yeah. you know, he, I was, I was proud of him. I was proud of all of them. There were a couple of people that came to me and even just said, um, dang, man, my bad. I wish I could have did a better showing. And I was like, no, man, you did good. You, you just have to seize the moment, you know, and not make that mistake next time. Yeah. It's as simple as that. But. As far as Malathion, um, he came prepared, you know, and his bar is really cut through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the luck of the draw, he came against that one chick in that particular, in that one round, and it went the way it did. Right. I personally would have loved to hear what the rest of his bars were. Me too. Especially on the battle round, because I know he came ready with some heat. You know, I would have loved to hear Rick Scales in the battle round. I wanted to hear all of them. You know what I mean? That, that wasn't going to go down, though, Keep my boy. going. But, but you know, that, that wasn't going to happen. It could only be one champ. <laughs> and, but here's the thing. I would love to uh, be able to put out a project, you know, where we – Turn some of these. So, I, so I want to big up EQ who provided us with the first two beats. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, with the, with the first beat, second beat was Rock'em. Then EQ was the third, and then Spock Beats uh, gave us the fourth beat. Brr. So I, I definitely want to big them up for um, doing that, and they're down to to let me use those beats. So we might just hook up with some of these guys and. Nice. Put together a project or something. You know, I want to get into things like that. So the future is bright for Flow and Tell and Future's the 16 bright. bar rap competition. Oh, yeah. Uh, I cannot wait till next year's, dude. How early can we expect it? How early can we have MC start signing up? Tell me a little bit about that before we wrap they up. They can start signing up as early as February of next year. Um, the next one will be in April. Uh, we'll release the date after the new year. So I mean, it's a that's the good thing about it being biannual. I mean, honestly, I don't even want to think about that shit for like oh, okay. three months. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but that's how it always is. It's like yeah. I let it breathe. Yeah, I let it breathe. Best way to do it because you know there's a lot of stuff happening out here in the big city, man. Right. There's a lot of ambitious people that are doing a lot of different things with a lot of the same people in the same scene. So, I try to stretch out what I do. Um, but we have things on the horizon. We're actually here at the wonderful, beautiful Align Gallery. Beautiful. So, big up big up to our L.A. location right here in Highland Park. Yeah. And um, we're talking about 
starting a night here called Keep the Fill Fridays. And it would it would be like monthly, something like that. But kind of like a um, variety sort of art show where we're screening films and indie films and what? having a having a graffiti artist exhibit and I like you know so performances inside as well as performances and dancing outside and um then a performance at the end you know with food and everything out here so we'll we'll be moving into stuff like that dope I'm with it Namek yeah, so. anything else you want to tell your adoring public before Man. we take off Thank you, everybody, for listening, man. Flow and tell. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the opportunity. Abstract rule. Good looking out, big homie. It's all love. Concept 714. Appreciate you, homie. Of course. Everybody that's been having my back, everybody that continues to support my big homie, Southern Soul Spinners, The Vinyl Life, you know, Mike Noriega. I appreciate you guys' support, man. Chamber, keep the feel. My mom and pops, I love y'all. My whole fam, let's keep it moving. Open eye. Yeah. Navix gonna come and wake the flock up. Oh yeah, I'm, we I'm gonna make it. that happen. Let's do it. Cause we gotta talk. Let's you do it. Let's we gotta do break it. some do things it. down, baby. Hell yeah, I like that. All day. Abs, what you got? Well, before we sign off, I want to big up Freshmore and Mad Happy Clothing, our sponsors for the SBRC, uh, our winners and and content competitors got laced with some goodies right now. Oh yeah, man. Uh, also, some dope gear. Big up, big up, keep the feel entertainment. Um, we're putting out the Woe Is Me album, MC Woe's. Nice. Which is a very, very, LP very good album. With That's producer it. Six Block, also production by Leviathan, features by myself, AC Alone, Micah Nine, Ross Benji, Acid Rain, B Squid, Janine Strong. Um, that's coming October 30th. On the on the digi release, mm-hmm. and um, he's got some advanced CD copies that we'll have available. That's some lead up events that we're doing on his "Woe Is Me" tour, so y'all stay tuned for that too. And uh, yeah, just ending a ending a long run that I did with Scarab and B Squid this Saturday in Ocean Beach at Winston's. So big up Destructo Bunny, everybody affiliated with that. Rising mm-hmm. Suns Independent for the Ohana Tree event we just did last night. And, uh, yeah, y'all stay tuned for everything we're doing at Keep the Feel. Social media slash Keep the Feel. <laughs> and as for this show, you can find this show on the Wake the Flock of Network on WakeTheFlockOf.net. You can also find uh, Young Baca and my show, uh, Each One Teach One, and Wake the Flock Up. Now, a little news about this show. And about the network in particular, mm-hmm. uh, I was kind of wanted to hold off a little bit, but I think this is a good time to tell you, Avs, that we've been picked up by iHeartRadio. Awesome. So what that means is <laughs> you will, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will be able to go to iHeart.com, your iHeart app, type in WakeTheFlockUp.net or to wake the flock up, and then you'll find this show on 24-hour cycle. Nice. So that shout-out to iHeart. We've been politicking with them it's been a while but we finally got made it happen you'll find all three shows on that station um it's been, it's a big move for us uh you can find this one in particular our home is soundcloud and wake the flock net. the reason because soundcloud is very friendly to us and i have a good relationship with them they've been showing me a lot of love they shot me a couple free blah blah blahs and here's this and that because they like the the the, the, the caliber of audience that i'm bringing to them 
Nice. So we're we're going good with there. This has been this show's been really good for me personally because I get to uh, see a side of hip hop that I don't usually get to see, right? And uh, and I gotta thank you for that. It's been a, it's been an amazing journey. Can't wait to see the next episode and, and what else we get into out here at uh, Flow and Tell Radio. Word up! It's been amazing. So mm. Namic, Abstract Rude, Peace World. This is Concept Seven One Four. Take us out. Abstract Rude. Letting you know that to live life within the flow is something that you could tell and share with everyone. Just be natural and flow with that shit. You know what I mean? I'm better known as a clever grown ass man. This is don't last. I put that old ass in rock a fan base. All the records gon' sell. If you don't know, we come to blow and tell.